Welcome to Apura Madre Unfiltered Mindset Chats. I'm your host, Amanda Rodriguez. I'm a mom of four boys, a previous educator, and now I'm a stay-at-home mom working as a life coach. This is a place where you can get inspired, motivated, and just see you don't always have to have your shit together. Come and join me in my Unfiltered Mindset Chats as I share about living life Apura Madre. So this episode is for my struggling mamas. If you're struggling with your kiddos, trust me, we all do. Parenting is one of those things is like you feel like you have it all together and then shit happens and it's like, what the hell did I sign up for? You are never fully prepared to be a parent. Parenting is one of those things where it's just like a constant to revolving circle where you like have your shit together, keep on learning, have your shit together, keep on learning, right? And it's good to have parents that you feel comfortable talking to that are not judgmental. I have a couple of close friends that I'm like, hey, I'm dealing with this. Hey, I also dealed with this. This is what helped. I'm like, awesome. Well, okay, like let's get some feedback, see what can help each other to fix the issue that we're having at home, right? Um, so a little backstory. Uh, we did have a behavioral therapist have to come to our home um, before the pandemic hit. Because one of my kiddos was having some extreme behaviors that if you don't control the behaviors with one kid, it kind of sums into all of them because they feed off of each other's behavior. So they see one, like I tell them, poor choices. I try not to say bad choices because no kid is bad. It's a choice that they're making and it's a poor choice. So we label the actions, not the child, right? The other ones think that it's okay because one is getting away with it. So right now we've been having an issue at home where one of my kiddos is becoming um, very violent or um, thinks that it's okay to hit the other ones to get what he wants, which is a behavior that we had broken that we used to have. And now we're reverting back to those poor choices and that undesirable behavior. So if you're struggling, this one might be for you. I'm going to share a little bit about um, some tips and tools that I've been doing with my kids that tend to be working and also some coping strategies that the behavioral therapist and also the special ed classroom teachers use with the kiddos that really, really work. So it's not just things that I've made up. It's things that actually have been put in practice by multiple individuals with different kids and tends to work with a wide range of um, behavioral issues. So I get it. If you have more than one child or even if you have one kid and you have a crazy busy schedule, it's very difficult to find that like one-on-one time with your child to sit down and talk. And for me, I have four kids. So it's super hard to just get that like one-on-one attention, especially when I have all the kids and my husband works crazy hours, but it allows me to stay home, right? But we have to have that communication with each other like, hey, this is what I'm seeing with the kids. You may not be seeing this. We need to get a plan together because it's a little bit ridiculous and I'm going crazy, right? Um, So it's having that open conversation with the significant other or if you are not together with the other parent, just having a good co-parenting relationship is super important. And if you don't, then try to do the best that you can, right? I preach a lot. It's like you can only control how you show up, how you react to things, and you're not really in control to everybody else. But one thing is for sure that your kids feed off of you. 
So if you are a hot mess, not blaming that you're the one at fault, but if your home is really chaotic, you can't control your emotions, you kind of have to look in the mirror. And I'm saying this with a very kind heart because that's where I was at the beginning of all of this. When my kids were displaying crazy behaviors, I had to look straight in the mirror because they were mainly with me all the time. And I was all over the place with my emotions. I suffer from severe anxiety and I had to get myself in control first in order to help my kids control their emotions. They feed off of your behavior. So if they see me going from a high to a low to a high to a low with how my emotions are, then they think that that's okay too. So first, really look in the mirror and say, are they getting these behaviors from me? And if so, what can I do to help myself to help them? So for me was learning to get up and do something for myself to center myself and to set the tone for the day. My kids wake up super early and I was waking up with the chaos and in the mindset of like, oh my God, here we go, another day, dreading the day. And whether you see it or not, that emotion, that feeling of dread feeds into everything else that you do and your kids feed off of your emotions. So the first thing is reflecting on yourself. If you're kind of going into the day dreading it and saying like, oh my God, I don't want to do that. If that's the case, then we need to start working on some work on yourself first. Like what does your morning look like? Is there a way for you to get up like 10 to 15 minutes before the kids? Yes, to mentally center yourself before the chaos happens. Because it is, it is crazy with the kiddos. As soon as they wake up, they want this, they want that. They, like they're needy. And that's the stage in life that they're in. But we're the adults. So we need to learn how to control our emotions, and we can't expect anything different from them. If we can't control ourselves, how do we expect a little one to do it, right? So that's the first, um, I guess, tip that I want to give you. It's like, have a reflection with yourself. Are you also struggling yourself with controlling your emotions? And if so, like, what can you do to help yourself? Sometimes that looks like getting up earlier. Sometimes that asks, that looks like asking for help, okay? So what does that look like to help you center yourself? For me, is asking for help, getting up before the kids or getting up with them, just not hitting snooze and working out with them, doing something to make my body feel better. Now for the kiddos part, is having a conversation with them is pulling them apart. Maybe it's during a nap time, everybody else is sleeping and you keep that child up a little bit. Um, so you can have a conversation like, hey, you're acting like this and I really don't like the choices that you have been making. And how I had that conversation with my son, I'm like, it makes me really sad and upset when you hit your brothers. I'm like, do you like it when your brothers hit you? No, I don't like it. It makes me sad and upset. Okay, well, that feeling that you have is what mommy feels too. And if mommy's feeling that, then your brothers are feeling that too. And he kind of got into it. He's like, oh, yeah. And he actually started crying. But having that conversation with him, it's like, okay, this is what I'm seeing. This is how you're making me feel. How would you feel if somebody else is doing this to you? And I have had this conversation with my two-year-old, my four-year-old, you know, and the older ones too. And it's a real reflection on them. I'm like, okay, well, instead of you 
hitting brother because you're mad or you want the toy or you want this or you want the attention, what could you do? So talking about the better choice to do instead of the poor choice that they are currently doing. The second thing is coping strategies. They have big emotions and they're learning how to navigate through all of that. And the coping strategies have, I've gotten them from the behavioral therapist and they also use them in the special ed classroom, is doing breath work. And knowing what they're doing in the classroom, if your little one does go to school, having like the same plan at home and at school is super important so they can use that coping strategy like in all platforms, wherever they're at. So my little one knows, I'm like, okay, do you need to do a bubble? And he knows, he puffs up his um, cheeks and he goes, and then out. And that's his bubble or his balloon that he calls it. The other one that he does is a pretzel. So he like twists his arms, twists his legs, and it's just like the comfort feeling of like the pressure, right? And then he also breathes. He goes, And he talks to himself. And this is my four-year-old and he's been doing it since he was about two and a half, three. And he'll say, breathe in, breathe out. So he knows that feeling of anger of like, I can't control my emotions. And I ask him, I'm like, do you need to do your bubble? Do you need to do your pretzel? Do you need to sit out and calm down? And his calming space for some reason is his closet, you know? So having them have coping mechanisms to be able to center themselves and be able to control their emotions is super important. And being super consistent with those that also take care of that child to know, okay, this is what we're doing. If they're throwing a tantrum, they are off the wall. Like these are the coping strategies that they are doing and this is what's helping them. And making sure that you guys are all on the same page and being super consistent is important in helping you manage these um, these outbreaks, the tantrums, the behavior, whatever you want to call them, the undesirable um, actions that they're doing. And the other one is letting them see your emotions. Like when my child gets upset and that we've had this conversation, like when you act that way, when you're making a poor choice or throwing yourself in the store, I get upset too. So in that moment, I let him see like, I'm also doing my breath work. I'm also, you know, doing my bubble. And he's like, oh crap. He looks at me. He's like, mom, you're mad. Yes, I'm very upset. So he it clicks like, hey, what I'm doing is upsetting mom. So I'm making a poor choice. Because we have big emotions just like they do. And there is nothing wrong with letting them see that we also get angry. We also get upset. But showing them that there is a correct way in managing your emotions. Instead of having an outbreak and punching things and hitting people. Right? And the other thing that may help. Maybe your child needs something outside of them. Like an extrinsic motivator to help them regulate their behaviors. So my oldest, what helps him is having something outside of himself. When it's just on him to have to make the good choice versus the poor choice, it's like, screw it, whatever. I'm not getting anything out of it. I'm just going to get in trouble for that minute. And then it doesn't matter. So since my husband does work a lot, what we've been doing is doing reward systems. So the kids have a point system 
where they get points throughout the week for doing their chores, helping each other out. And just how they get points for doing those extra jobs around the house, they also get points taken away for undesirable behavior or poor choices. So if they're fighting, depending on how bad the fight is or what the situation was, I take a point to five points away. And that's the conversation we had. I'm like, you behaving and you making good choices, it's a lot easier for you to earn your points. And when you make an undesirable choice or you're purposely hurting each other, then you're going to get a lot of points based taken off based off whatever the behavior was. And it's going to be harder for you to earn that reward at the end of the week. And so for the little ones, even the two-year-old does it and he knows, okay, mommy, I set up the table, I get a point. Yes, you get a point. Mommy, I cleaned up my room, I get a point. Yes, you get a point. And they see that. For some kids, you might have to split it up in between the week. Like maybe they get like a mini reward. Maybe it's like extra five minutes of television. I don't know. Things that don't necessarily have to cost something. For us, the little ones have to earn 10 points. The older ones have to earn 15 And they get to do something special with dad on Sunday, his day off. And that's been working out for the most part. My One of my kiddos needs a little bit more support, a little bit more reminders. So we have to split it up in between the middle of the week. So Wednesday, so he sees, okay, like I'm still getting something, even though I'm having a hard time controlling my emotions. And then he can work to that bigger um reward or that bigger goal at the end of the week. For him, it does not work waiting the seven days to get a reward. Like he's one of those, it's like, I do something, I need a reward. I do something, I need a reward. Um, So you might need to play around with the reward system with your kiddos to see what works. They love riding bikes. (laughs) So if they're behaving and they're on their best behavior, then hey, we're all going to go on a bike ride. But me going on a bike ride with all the kids is sometimes chaotic. So before we leave, I set up that expectation. If we're all amazing, no one throws a fit, and you guys don't throw a fit when we have to come back, everybody can earn two points. If you guys are a hot mess, and I set the standard high and the stakes high, if you guys are a hot mess, throwing fits, starting crying, fighting, or whatever it is when we need to leave, I'm taking five points. And they're like, oh no, because it's almost at the end of the week, and if I get five points, it's going to be really hard for me to earn that reward. So I hope this helps. If you're struggling, trust me, it is a struggle bus some days. And it's like this up and down, up and down. Parenting is not a straight path. It's curves, loopy doops, and up and downs. And sometimes you have big old mountains where it just seems like you're rolling downhill and you're like trying to grab onto the sticks to stop, right? But just know you're not alone. And sometimes the mantra that I say in my head, I'm like, it's not me, it's them, it's not me, it's them. They're learning how to manage their emotions. And it starts with me. So if I'm short fused, if I'm like losing my temper with them, they see that. And when I'm not okay, they're not okay. So the big, biggest thing first that I want you to do is really reflect if you're okay. If you're not okay, if you're not taking care of yourself, they're not going to be okay. So start making that a priority first. And I know sometimes we have mom guilt to like, oh, 
can't find time to work out. I can't do this because I feel guilty because I'm taking time away from your kids. I get that. But 30 minutes to work on you, on your mindset, on your health, maybe working out, reading personal development, it's going to not only impact you, but the way that you show up as a parent as well. And having open conversation with your kids, like they are a lot smarter sometimes than we give them credit for. Having the conversations, showing them positive coping mechanisms to be able to control their emotions. And then letting them see your emotions too. We're humans, but make sure that you're getting your emotions out in a positive way. And then maybe they also need some kind of reward and a consequence as well. And I see that helps, especially if you have a lot of kids, because it helps them self-regulate themselves because they're working for something bigger outside of themselves. And it makes them like really think like, oh, am I doing something that's going to help me earn a reward or am I doing something that's going to put me back and I'm going to get points taken away? So I hope this helps another mama if you're struggling. Trust me, I'm on that struggle bus right now. You're trying to figure out what's going to help my little one just start working on managing his emotions and not be so aggressive. But it this helped you or if you feel like another mama needs to listen to it, go ahead and share it with them. And please subscribe to this podcast episode so I can get more messages like this out to more people. Um, The more the podcast grows, the more it gets shown to people. And yeah, the more positivity that we can get out to this world. Thank you for listening to Apura Madre Unfiltered.